Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday, you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. People always basically spoil the relationship or destroy relationship by saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. So you don't think you say the wrong thing at the wrong time? <laughs> I, I'm very careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very careful. I'm very Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever said in Parliament? I'm not so careful because they don't allow me to talk. Wise and Shine. I'm your host Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and I'm Don, SG Budget Babe. Um, today's episode is actually born out of one other one that we did previously. <laughs> so we're gonna come to it in a minute. But we have today a very special guest, and we'll let him introduce himself. Yeah. You guys don't already know him. Yeah, good to see you again. I'm Manwai. Uh, I'm from the Progress Singapore Party (PSP), and I'm an NCMP in Parliament. Yeah. Nice to be here today. Great, great, great. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I want to give another shout out to once again our sponsor, Audio Technica. Right, so I love their mics. This is the two zero four zero series. We used to use the two one zero zero series. Uh, I think we still use it, right? And uh, all the audio quality so far, uh, we have been using AT mics. Right? So let us know. Let us know whether you think it's better. But shout out once again to our friends at Audio Technica. Right, awesome. So the other day, I think we recorded an episode around retrenchment. I think one of the guests had a reaction to this, like because I was saying, oh, then maybe you should go back and tell your family first, right? Like so that they know what's happening, right? And but actually, he had a very different view. He was like, oh no, I don't even want to tell my family, right? Because uh, I don't want them to worry and all that, right? So that it became like that discussion had two camps. One camp of people feel like, yeah, bad things must tell at home. Right? And then the other camp is like, oh no, cannot. Bad things cannot go to home. Right? So, and, and I think both sides, the argument kind of has some basis. That's why I wanted an extended discussion today to talk a little bit about is the home a safe space? Right? And how do we then define the safe space? Is it like un- endless, unlimited, or are there certain boundaries involved and, and all that jazz, right? So, mm. yeah. Well, actually, when, when my producer told me that they got you, I was like, yeah, hey, ask my wife want to talk about this topic. No? <laughs> because you're very politically not correct, ma, right? In Parliament, wait, wait, wait. I was like, is this the same thing at home? Right? So, so I, I want, maybe you want to start off. Is the home a safe space? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think uh, to develop... I mean, to anticipate Mm. the development of this topic today. Mm. So I think uh, maybe to take one step back, even whether it's home or workplace, talking to your colleagues or your bosses or in any social setting, whether you can do something or not, depends on the timing and also depends on how well you're established in that that social setting. Mm. Mm. So if you have been really been very good in... um, building a good family, then of course the family members, uh, your wife, your children, will be able to take whatever you throw at them. Mm. Mm. But if you haven't been building that setting yourself, and then one day you go back and just throw a very uh, a whole bunch of uh, bad emotions at them, and say, ah, shit, I got retrenched and all that, then of course they may not take it very well. Mm. I think it depends on... The work that we've done before, before fair, rather fair. than yeah, I, I think that's an interesting point. We work, yeah, we're coming I like, I like, I like, I like, I like the idea because it's about the place that you built, 
mm. right? And how much you have built, what, what you have put into it mm. to then define whether or not it's That's a safe space. That's why people always uh, mm. uh, spoil the relationship or destroy relationship by saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Mm. So you, you don't think you say the wrong thing at the wrong time? I, I'm very careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very careful. They went Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever said in Parliament? I'm not so careful because yeah. they don't allow me to talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, okay, fair, fair, fair. Right. But that is your prerogative, right? On some level, prerogative. Yeah, in you go into a challenge and you want to. You no, know, no, not prerogative. Uh, I think it's the I've said I've said that many times. It's the mm-hmm. basic duty of parliamentarian. Okay, okay. you know, it's there for what? Mm-hmm. Why the whole place so nice? The aircon is so comfortable. The seat is so comfortable. You just sit there for what? For for sleep. It is for you to have the comfort to ask the relevant question for the sake of Singapore and Singaporean. Mm-hmm. Period. Great, great. That will go viral also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, come, share with me. What do you think, right? Is the home a safe space? I mean, I was part of the camp where you should bring it back, right? Yes. But. I think also, you know, in holding a safe space, if we think about it as a therapist and her patient, Mm. the therapist is the one holding that space for the patient. Mm. But in a family context, the family member or members may not be in that situation all the time to hold that space or so. So it depends, like, for example, if I come back, I had a bad day at work, I come back, I want to rant about it. But my husband's busy, Mm. right? Or he's, like, killing cockroaches because you found, you know, (laughs) then he's very emotionally affected. You know, it's like it's not a good time for me to talk mm. about that timing, to rant right? about timing, that right? yeah, yeah it's about the timing but yeah sometimes you know like if you miss a period to talk right after a while you just kind of like oh, forget it lah. lazy to say already and it fulfilled the, the goal on some level in a sense that if you had a bad day you go back home and you don't dump it there because firstly, you respect that everybody else also have their mm. own tempo in life. And just so happen that day, the people at home have not in the right tempo to engage you, right? And eventually, it, it fade away. Mm, right? For the trivial <laughs> stuff. It's not like, important anymore. Yeah, 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 for yeah, the yeah. not so important stuff, for mm. the little rants here and there, that's mm. fine. Mm. I think it changes when it's something really big. Like what? Like, for example, retrenchment, the, the oh, episode that yeah. we were talking about, right? Like, what if you come back and you just got the notification that you were retrenched? You mm. want to tell your family, but everyone else is not having a good day either. Mm. Right? Maybe yeah. your kid is studying for O-levels, very stressed. Then your husband, something happened at work also, very stressed. So you don't say in that day. The next day, you try to find the right moment, but again, no, no right moment mm. to do so. Mm. And it just keeps building. And then at what stage do you then let it out? You know, yeah. like if you do it one week later, you finally find the time and space to do that. Mm. Then like, why you tell me now? Why yeah. you never tell me on that day? When did this happen? Or oh, last week? Why you never tell me? Uh, you were busy. I didn't want to burden you. So then that safe space and how much you say out of it tends to get diluted also, right? Because your emotions are always the highest mm. when it just happened. Mm. And that's where we need that safe space to, you know, dump it, talk about it. Sometimes not even about a solution, but just hearing someone hear, uh, having someone hear us out. Mm. But if we're not able to do that, then it just wait and wait and wait when it's the right moment. And then after a while, like what you say, even for trivial stuff, it tends to get diluted already. You just kind of like forget it. Lah. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse for some people where by that's the second camp, right? So they end yes. up not even saying about it, yes, it yes, at, yes. at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I will say, I think for a lot of people, whether it's at home or um, in between different people, right? Relationships across different people. Um, a lot of times the emotions are not targeted at you. Yeah. Right. A lot of the time, the emotions is just a reflex reaction, right? It's, it's a mechanism that we have inbuilt in our lives. Yeah. You know, when they react, if they're angry, actually, they're not angry at you. They're just mm. angry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But they're talking to you, see, hoping that you can calm their anger. That's what we say. Right. That's what we say. Don't take it personal. Yeah. 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 And, and I think don't take it personal has gotten to the next level, right? Mm. Where, where there are a lot of scientific proof around this, you know, to, to suggest that actually the emotional reaction is not at you. Right. And, and that is something that I think we all need to really like take it in you know but if it's at you it's very clear one nah. <laughs> it's my muscle and you, I'm very angry at you right it's very clear you know? and that one is conflict management yeah that different one is different topic, right? that one is different yeah, topic right? yeah, yeah but yeah. when it comes to like the, the, the handling the, the accidental emotional spillage right you yeah, know yeah. That, that people around you have yeah. because you live amongst people I think for a lot of us you don't get double trigger lah 
Right. Yeah. So the person very angry already. Then they, they are trying to release their emotions at you. Then you'll be like, why are you like that at me? Right? Wow, that's gonna be worse because uh-huh. you, you trigger back the person, you're triggered, and then the, the thing becomes an exponential problem. Mm. Right. So yeah. I think I think de-escalating from that view is always a, a great place to start. You I know, ideally, whether at home or anywhere we else. We all want the home to be a safe space, la, where of we course, can speak course, unfiltered. You yeah, know, like say rubbish and then if wrong, never mind later correct. Yeah. But yes. it is also true that when we are not too careful and we don't select the right moments, we don't select the right words. Don't take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, It could mm. lead to longer-term consequences. Correct, correct. Yeah. yeah. And I I mean, I was reading this parenting book a few weeks ago, right? And it's titled, How to Speak So Little Kids Will Listen. Mm. And what struck me the most was, actually, my kid is very young. He's only just beginning to learn words. You mean he understands the difference between this word and this word and the whole emotional connotation it contains? And the authors of the books were, were like, yes, lah. Like, they would say, for example, you cannot praise in this way, you must praise in this other way because it leads to these other consequences and blah, blah, blah. You can't say, I'm proud of you. You must say, you did well because one praises their effort and one takes away the credit. I'm like, you mean little kids care and feel and understand all of that? But these are like just two and three-year-olds we're talking about, you know? But, but don't, to a certain extent, it does, you know? Yeah, it yeah, does, from right? From my own parental uh, parenting experience. Please share, yeah. please share. Kids are very, very sensitive. Mm. They are so and and they are they are marvelous angels la. They can absorb so fast the sponge, you know. And they absorb so fast, and they not only absorb the literal meaning of what you say, but also the emotional meaning behind it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. has there been instances where you spoke unfiltered in your household? Then yeah, you're very unfiltered in Parliament. Are <laughs> <laughs> you as unfiltered? Are you unfiltered, unfiltered in Parliament? Please comment la. in the comment section below. What do you think? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you as unfiltered I'm at home? unfiltered in parliament. Uh, uh, view the unfiltered in parliament is like, I think uh, Singaporeans are not used to this kind of debate mm. in parliament. Mm. But this should be the kind of debate in parliament. Mm. In fact, I think what I've said in parliament so far is not everything that should happen in parliament. Mm-hmm. It should be even more unfiltered oh. in Parliament. That's why, okay. Yeah, so in, what about in, home? In home yes. Okay. Yes. When I was younger, when I was uh, uh, busy do, uh, uh, looking after my career and all that, I was a bit more bad-tempered. La. So uh, I bring the bad emotions home. Mm. Yeah, so it was very unfiltered la, sometimes. Mm. La. So but I have a very supportive wife and my children are also very good, mainly because the mother had taken them well. So I don't have big problems in, in, in the family. But so, so they held the safe space for you yeah, when, on days when you brought back the negative yeah, emotions yeah, from yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, but when I bring back the negative emotions from work, I don't really also at the same time tell them what happened at the workplace. Just the emotion comes up, you know. Mm. And sometimes I go back and maybe my wife says, oh, today your turn to teach uh, him mathematics. I say, ah, I'm not going to do it today, you know. That kind of thing. Like, then what know. has changed over the years? So you become more filtered in your own uh, household. Over the years, the responsibilities in a way to take care of the kids and all that become less and less. Mm. So that's why I'm strongly against PSLE. Mm. PSLE put a lot of stress on Singapore Rain's families. When I was running my career, I was so busy. I was even thinking of starting my own company. And then this PSLE thing comes in. <laughs> And it's not just the children's stress, right? The parents are so yeah, very stressed. Yeah, PSLE is parents' stress. And of course, the children also very pitiful, la, you know, yeah. It's a different type of stress. It's a competition of uh, tutors yes. uh, and parents. Yes, that's why uh, Hazel and myself had actually uh, advocated in Parliament that we should at least provide two um, pathways. One pathway is no PSLE, the other pathway is PSLE. To that's, Singapore. that's called the integrated program? Huh? Not integrated no, no. program. That's a different integrated program. Oh. In fact, the integrated program today, if you ask me, it's wrong. Because oh. it meet the competition starts at PSLE. After that, no more competition. Oh. That shouldn't be the case. Competition must start later. Oh. Yeah, but we, we have to open that to further, further uh, discussion. discussion. Yes, yes. Society must you know, come yeah, to a consensus. Yeah. Because mm. education is a very sensitive topic. Okay, okay. So I just let let out, uh, let out my secret la. <laughs> my secret uh, uh, grievance. Yeah, yeah. PSLE. Mm. PSLE caused a lot of strain in my family life in my early thirties. I can tell you. 
I, I know what you're, you're gonna answer lah, but is your home a safe space? My home is not a safe space, right? And then <laughs> I, I, yeah, my home, oh. my home is not a safe space. I mean, at least not my, uh, not my current home, not my family's home lah. But my current home, I think, is a much better space, right? So uh, where I stay, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's because it's just you and your cats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my partner. And my partner right? So, so I think, I think, I think that is, is a much, much safer space, and and. As someone that came from a very turbulent space uh. into a, a space where it's like, oh, very safe, huh? Like, no random things happen, huh? Mm. It's very empowering, you know? Like, mm. the, the feeling, and which is why I think, I, I do echo this point that if you don't live in a safe space, maybe you want to shift out. Mm. Right, and I, I know, I know it, it's not the uh, government's position, yeah, yeah, right? Okay. Family unit, all that, yeah, all that. Yeah. everything is family unit, but... I, 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 yeah, yeah, but I, I come from a view that, you know, if uh, the abusers are at home, right, and then the, the problems are at home, then you got to go out, right? And yeah, from an yeah, intervention yeah. strategy standpoint, you got to leave, right? And I'm not well. saying, I, I would argue that I don't Correct. think this is a majority uh, mm. uh, situation, mm. right? But for the slither of minority, right, that their, their struggles are not being highlighted because the, the narrative is family, right? Which I also understand the narrative, but... For a lot of you that feel like, you know, you're not seen like Aku see you, I know. <laughs> I know the struggles. Right. Yeah. And and when you shift out, or at least when I shifted out and I got into a much safer space, of course I had to build the space, which is why I like what you brought out in the in the front part. You gotta build it. Mm. You gotta draw boundaries, you gotta draw mm. parameters, and you gotta like, keep depositing goodwill into this space, right? Do good things. Like anything like, in life, like you have to build it. Yeah. Mm. Even your relationship with your partner, right? Yeah. Your husband-wife relationship also, right? You have to build it. You cannot, after the courtship, after the marriage, wow, you take it for granted. Mm. Just throw your socks everywhere. You throw your, you yeah. know, all your bad habits come yeah, out. Yeah, that yeah. cannot be what you must continue to, you know, slowly adjust. You know? Fair, fair. Yeah. But once, once it's built, Right. Once it's built, of course, there's some maintenance, lah, right? You gotta kind of maintain yeah, it. Maintain, so, so yeah. that, that's easy. The maintenance is part of building. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. fair. The building yeah. process never it ends. It never ends. Stress. I got a short story later. But, but um, because I shifted into a, a much safer space, I feel that like I thrive better and I could I could throw back things of there. Of course. Right? Yeah. And, and to me, I come from the camp that if if your home is not that safe space that you can throw bad things, right? Where when you're not feeling well, then it's not a great home. You gotta rebuild it. You know, yeah, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, okay. move yeah. out and yeah. rebuild your own yeah, safe yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. So I actually come from the camp that is, uh, yeah, your home must be safe space. Must be able to throw shit. But you, you when you when you throw shit there, right? Then you must also know that there is also a deduction from this process. Right, because you expense it, right? You, you lost build, your credit, you, la. yeah, 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 right. You, you lost you, a you expanded your credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finance people, right, must think like that, right, right. You keep depositing, <laughs> la, then like back this, yeah. oh, you credit out, right? Yeah. You take it out, then you must build back, ah, uh, then must buy flowers, okay. <laughs> <laughs> must add on, right? And, and it's not all, not always just about material, but you know, um, it's a, a lot of ways to kind of go about building a, a safe space, right? But to me, you need that, and if you don't have it. Um, and it doesn't seem like your current environment can become that then you gotta go yeah I right. think it's really super founded mm. I mean to make you feel less alone okay, before like... I built my own home okay, okay. I didn't feel like my parents home was a safe space for me either mm -hmm. and it came from like accumulated right like you said it's oh. actually over mm. years because like when I was younger and then I came back I remember when I came back with my first breakup mm. I was judged why are you so stupid Oh my voice, God. Huh? <laughs> I break up and that's why I get like, I'm oh. crying and that's why I get like okay. Oh. Then after that when I something happened at oh my job. My uh, it was also very judgmental. Why are you so stupid let like, your boss do this to you? Mm. So everything is always, you know. And hence like over time I just learned it's not a safe space and after a while just don't say already. Yeah. And it helped a lot when I moved out and then I met my current husband. We have our own space. I lived with him for a while after we got married. And that was my safe space because when I, right? yeah, when yeah. I say the same thing to my mom in law, for example, right? There's no why you're so stupid. Maybe because I'm not her daughter, so she doesn't uh, say uh, that, uh. right? And she's like, oh, why your boss like that, lah? You know, it makes you feel better. You're yeah. someone's on my side. Maybe, maybe she's not on your side. In <laughs> sense, maybe she takes the position of the boss, right? Like, uh, like what the DBS guy said, right? Like what life balance, balloon, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but 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 that's aside, right? Because 
at at the point in in time at home, right? If someone spews that on you, you're not there to rationalize the problem yeah. away, you know, and, and right. to have that kind of emotional intelligence to know that actually. But the that one I have is, to also uh, uh, because different generation, uh, mm. like, different like, way like of. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, expressing their love to you. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like my, when my, I look at my parents, they would also never... Uh, my parents are probably a bit more understanding. Mm. Uh, when I... And okay, okay, la, to boast a bit, I never give them problems. You're a very good but my parents they all they also never outwardly express uh, love mm. or you know that mm. kind of thing and sometimes like I look at oh yeah it's true my, my younger brother more scolding mm. yeah, why do this why do that right mm. so but that's the way of upbringing in the older generation mm. okay and even my generation some some of this was passed down uh, many of my friends also couldn't communicate with their kids very well I don't think I'm also that good with the kids, but because my wife is very supportive, so we maintain a good relationship. But but really, it's a way of education and also culture, way of life in Singapore. Mm. You know, we haven't gone too deep into the culture thing, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, partly because in the past, our standard of living is not so good. Mm-hmm. So we were hard pressed to. Yeah, it was more about survival, survival, right? Culture and all, yeah. it's like So that's why now nature. what we are talking in Parliament is that don't be stuck in that mode. Mm-hmm. We must give the space to our Singaporeans to develop that. You, you go overseas. I live 18 years overseas. You look at, you will say that, oh, the, the, some nationalities, Western national, nationalities, uh, oh, they're very direct people. They just talk very directly at you in negotiation and all that. But when you go and live in their country, you look at them, they would always say very nice things to one another. You say, oh dear, today's, Dinner is good, huh? Mm. How do you feel? Yeah, that's very British. But Singapore, <laughs> Singapore, <laughs> British, right? Singapore never say such thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian culture, not like that. 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 culture, not like that. Asian culture, not like that. Asian culture, not like that. Asian culture, and I see how they behave. And then when in my work, I went to London, I went to New York. You know, although they seem very direct, we, we have the impression that certain nationality is very direct. But actually, when they're in their personal life, they are far more caring. Mm, mm. And in Singapore, our people may not be so direct in the workplace. <laughs> but actually, their personal life... Huh? They are very direct. They are very direct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's quite quite that's a good yeah. point. I right? think it's that, you know, you, yeah. must, uh, you must, your your parents or, you know, whoever say that to you in the family, they may not be out of bad motive or so, but that's yeah. the way they express. Uh, hey, we always compete, uh, no? how can we lose to that boy? Yeah, yeah it's just a uh, communication. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but, but, but I also don't want to, you know, uh, discredit that there is the element, right? There's the element of, you know, uh, the lack of safe space at home is, is traumatic upbringing, all that, right? So I think, I think those are on some level valid, mm. but I also feel like, you know, for a lot of the millennials and even the Gen Zs, right? Because different generations have different cultural um, mm. Uh, nuances right mm. in terms of that and if you interact with different uh, groups and different generations mm. on some level we should grow some sort of emotional understanding and a bit of intelligence uh, to to yeah, say yeah. that that is the equilibrium uh. like in that generation uh, this is the equilibrium ah, people correct. talk like that you know but that's we, standard, yeah, yeah that's the standard but mm. got variance one ah. within the equilibrium got variance exactly. yeah, right? yeah. so there is still variance of like oh, actually this is this is what caring is like japa and japa is different <laughs> right you know right so there is still variance but the next generation yeah. changes yeah and, and i think this has to be a cross-generation understanding exactly that means yeah. the older people also need to understand from the younger people right you know that that we have a different yeah, variance and a that, different equilibrium right. yeah, mm. in the way as to how we express yeah. you know ourselves that's why i think the definition that. of home being a safe place is different from for the Matika generation, from the millennial generation, and it's different from the 
Gen uh, Z generation. Gen Z. Yeah, mm. agree. Actually, yeah, if you think about it, right, the old generation where, like, even food was a scarcity. That's why they always eat their puppy, right? Because yeah, you yeah. eat already, it, it, yeah, it, it comfort. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, correct. Exactly. So, yeah. to them, that was their top priority. Yes. Yeah. And yes. that is their safe space. When yes. you're at home, you're well fed, yeah. you have a space to sleep, you're not too that's cold. All. Yeah, yeah, that's that all. is the safe space. More, right? No emotion. Yeah, 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 that's it. But our generation is different because we already have all of that. Yeah. I was just like, I don't want to eat, I diet. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So don't keep asking me to eat. Yeah, so yeah. now it's really about more of like, how can we hold that emotional safe space so that our generation can adapt. Our generation has this opportunity to build it right and do it in a way that we did not get from the previous generation while recognizing that they did their best also because yeah. that was their norm. Yeah. Then we do it now for our generation and then our kids will go on with a different view and a different way and interpretation of what their safe space means as well. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about those different norms in each generation, mm. right? And one thing that has come out quite recently is that our generation, because we harbored, um, some of us harbor that, you know, gripe and regret that our parents were like that. And to they some families... Generational trauma, is Yeah, it? generational <laughs> yeah, trauma, yeah, right? Yeah. And to, in some families, that ties have completely been broken off. That's why you see policies that say the children must give the parents. Uh, exactly. You can sue your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. child for not giving you yeah, allowance, yeah. right? Yeah, but that is making it very extreme already. Yeah. Like, what is your view? Do you think that, that this is something... Is there anything that can be done to help repair these generational trauma, traumatic relationships so that, you know, as a society, as a unit, we can then move forward together rather than all these are like, I disown you. I don't talk to you anymore. You're on your own. And then we have all these elderly folks uh, who raise children, but their children hated the way they were raised, mm. not by not not by anyone's fault. Both parties had a, a part to play. But yet, these elderly folks are now left alone and then the entire burden falls to the state. Mm. Do you have any ideas or solutions? Has that been something okay, you... Okay, actually, we just debated the bill recently also like, in Parliament on that. Uh. So, actually, um, the, the, the view of uh, my personal view, uh, my personal view is that actually uh, the maintenance of the parents, uh, it should be out of a spontaneous uh, reaction. It should not be made into law. So it's a moral identity. Moral yes. identity, yes. Okay, because okay. There, there must be some history behind it. Uh that uh, if uh, uh, a child is uh, a child is not taking care of their par- their, their parents usually it's not parents uh, usually oh. end up as a single parent either mm-hmm. only left with the daddy or left with the mommy maybe uh. so I think so there are usually some family history to it uh. then secondly is that sometimes and very often actually in Singapore nowadays the children really cannot afford mm. really cannot afford because of all the this time we talk about this high cost of living, right? Mm. So if they can't afford, then if we really want them to take care of their parents, then we have to run policies whereby we can increase their financial leeway la, mm. before they can help the, the parents, right? Fair. I think so that's I, a fair I, I don't think, uh, we are not actually uh, in that, uh, uh, we are not that in agreement with the bill actually. Mm. Uh, to, so we think that the state should take uh, more responsibility to, to take care of that. Uh. And that is, you see, you force them to take the responsibility instead of making the family or the home a safe place, you make it an even more terrible place, right? Because you're forced to do it. <laughs> forced to do it. Yeah. Okay. You see? So of course, before we ended up in that stage, there's a long process that both sides especially the parents, they, they didn't really build it into a more, it's a happier place. Uh. Mm-hmm. So that's they what didn't you make all those deposits yeah, they yeah, didn't deposit. build, right? Now they, now they want to redraw, they yeah, need yeah, negative bank balance already. already. Yeah, bank <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so I, I think we are in quite 
some consensus around the family unit lah, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense mm. of like the the home as a safe space, you must deposit first, mm. right? Yeah, I cannot keep build. taking, taking. You must build. But when you need to take, you should take, right? Then I think, you I think break already, you must repair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think that that's that basis, right? Mm. But this building process, maybe as an individual, of course, we have individual responsibility. We should build our own home. Mm. But maybe what's your take? Maybe you can share with us a little bit more about like what is PSP's take towards uh, building a stronger like family as a safe space type of things. Mm. I think it starts off with the individual. Uh, mm. So that's why education is very important. Well-educated citizens mm. will create good families. Uh. Wait, you mean like a taxi, uh, well-educated? Uh, well-educated, uh, of course, the, the assumption is that the education system will also impart morals, empathy values, you know. So it's not it, just about academic. Not, not okay, about skills okay, okay, and okay. training. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, I okay. must clarify, this is not high educated, right? Not yeah. a big one. You only, you only grad can oh, have no, kids. No, 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 no. But maybe yeah. well-rounded education. Uh, 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 well-rounded uh, uh, citizens uh, will basically be able to build good families. Uh, mm, yeah, mm. with that. Then after that, of course, he has the, the emotional maturity and intelligence to actually interact with people and form and then you know find the right partner and then form the families and of course everyone when they form a family they wanted to have a very good family right then after that but it depends on himself how uh, it depend on the the partners uh, how they actually uh, can they can get together and continue to to build the family but at the same time the family is constantly bombarded by negative uh, energy from the society <laughs> and I, and Con- I, I confirm is negative confirm negative <laughs> and in, in Singapore I think that negative energy is a lot a lot a lot mm-hmm. okay so we we need to reduce that level of negative energy and currently most of the negative energy comes from um, uh, money no enough mm-hmm. so you solve that problem I think uh, a large part of the problem will be solved and uh, we will be able to have healthier families, uh, families who can allow uh, the next generation or even allow the parents themselves to maximize their potential, allow the next generation to grow in a stable environment. And so they develop into emotionally stable persons Mm -hmm. and that will be, that actually holds the key to the future of Singapore, you ask me. That's uh, your, your National Day speech. Uh. <laughs> Rally speech for the G. Okay, but, but I mean, I have a question that is a bit tangential, okay. but I want to find out, right? Because Good. a lot of your platform, you know, or maybe generally from an opposition camps platform is um, minimum wage, you mm. know, like, uh, and it's a lot of supporting of the you know, broader society, there are people that are struggling, you know, very mm. seriously from a financial standpoint, which, okay, I do agree, mm. right? But the middle class, you know, like the median wage earners, you know, uh, what are your plans for them? Right, you know, mm. like what, what do you think? Is is it still the case? Right? Is the theory still intact where they need to make a bit more so that they will, re- so that they create a better home? Mm. You know, and if so, what is the, what is your platform towards helping the median wage earner to move even further into their, you know, higher wages, make more money? Okay. Actually, I disagree that uh, what we say in parliament so far is mainly on helping the, the lower income. Actually, most of my speeches, if you, you uh, follow more closely. I follow, I follow a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Millennial housing scheme, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Millennial housing yeah, is yeah. income, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and our whole, the whole premise of us rec- recommending a different uh, pricing mechanism for HDB is to help the median income. Mm-hmm. It's not so much of the low income because low income will be, they already got a lot of subsidies and mm-hmm. they got rental flats and all that, right? So it's how to make, how to allow the middle income to have more financial leeway so that they feel that they're financially secure and so they can take bigger risk mm. in their career, mm. try new things, mm. you know? Mm. So that is actually the main thing that PSP is trying to drive at. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So as a result, most of what we are advocating in uh, parliament, recommending in parliament is that like the GST, we talk about the GST hitting the middle class most, right? Mm. So I thought about it. the middle class is going to pay $1.2 billion more. And this is not paid by the lower 10, 20% no, because they have GST vouchers, mm, right? Mm. So it's paid by the, the middle class no, from the 20th percentile to the 80th percentile, yeah, you know? Yeah. The top 20, they pay 
1.8 billion. Mm. But this one paid 1.2 billion. Mm. So this was actually quite widely actually debated in parliament on that. Mm. But, mm. but of course, the, the government's argument is that, oh, the everyone paid taxes, so it's fair, you know, that kind mm. of thing. So, but they didn't directly answer the question that, is this 1.2 billion really affecting the middle class or not? Mm. And it is, because it's, it's according to numbers and all that. So a lot of what we say is actually to, to help the middle class. But what we have said, however, does not include more vision about what the middle class can do. We only put it very vaguely that if you give this financial security to the middle class, they will be able to exercise more creativity innovation and entrepreneurship mm. because to go into that area is a whole area of uh, what is the vision for Singapore going forward PSP is ready to debate on that but we think that at the moment there may be too much information going out so we are just talking <laughs> about financial security first because mm. you take care of that first then you can talk exactly, about that because right? as we say just now quality of life you have a comfortable you must first have a comfortable level of uh, uh, living Right? So inside a comfortable level of living, the minimum is the minimum wage. Okay, to all this is uh you're right, it's more for the lower level. Okay, but once you have a minimum wage in store, you're likely to see that the wages will be pushed up. So everyone will, everyone will have be pushed the, up. The because effect. you pay this fella, I mean pay somebody <laughs> at the moment only one thousand two hundred dollars or five hundred dollars, and you have to pay him one thousand eight hundred in the future, the one who is drawing 1,800 will definitely ask for 2,500. <laughs> right? Uh, so uh, also, that is the reason why the government is unwilling to have a level and push up the level. Right? Mm, so, and you disagree? I you disagree. You because, feel like there must yeah, be a level. Yeah, there must be a level. And and even if we push up another $300 of, uh, for, for the wage level for all the Singaporeans, so what? Mm. You know, I think we can afford it. You know, and the economy can take it. So, yeah, we, we recommended minimum wage. But at the same time, we also recommended housing prices. Once you take out the land price from the PTO, it will cause our HDB market to be less speculative. Mm. But the resale price won't collapse, which the government is trying to accuse us of at the moment. It won't collapse. Once you, you reprice you price it differently, then Singaporeans uh, will be... Uh, will pay just the construction cost for the HDB price. They will have enough money left behind in the CPF to have their retirement ready. They don't have to think of, oh, how much my HDB will be worth uh, when I retire? When is the right timing to sell? Uh, because there's least decay. Uh, mm. You don't have to worry about that. Because when you start worrying about all this, you are, you are devoting time to time the market, no? which we economists... I'm a practicing economist. So we look at the economy and how to create the economic competitiveness. We don't want people to be worried about all this financing thing. We want people to concentrate on what they like to do best. So that's why we recommend the policies to actually stabilize the middle class mm. so that they are very they are comfortable with, oh, I buy a HDB house, a flat, and I pay much less. So I guarantee that I have the CPF when I re retire. So I know I'm taken care of, mm. right? So I have worked well, work for a number of years. Everything pay off already. Uh, maybe I can think of becoming an engineer, uh, becoming an entrepreneur, right? Mm. So we are, I, uh, what we have recommended is actually allowing the middle-class Singaporeans more room, you know, and more, uh, um, yeah, more room to actually make a career better. Uh, you know, that I, yeah, yeah, I think the word is a bet. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to do this, you know, that. but right now Singaporeans are all tied down with mortgages and all that. Right. And I, so I, think, this, I think it's true. Okay. I think there's some then validity. After that, what we recommended is that healthcare, you should make healthcare. Healthcare is another source of very, uh, source of uncertainty for Singaporean. Uh, once you have a healthcare, uh, you have a health incident in the family. Basically, very often it destroy the mm. finances of the family very fast. Yeah. You know, and although despite the fact that we still couldn't phantom the whole thing, the whole healthcare system we have today in Singapore, uh, but we keep hearing a lot of anecdotal uh, cases where people say that, you know, one incident, my finances are, are, are being destroyed. Probably true today in Singapore is that healthcare is one area that destroy 
a very strong source of financial uncertainty as well. So when we want to strengthen the financial security of Singaporean, first minimum wage, housing, healthcare, all this has to be done, mm-hmm. right? So that's why one of our recommendation is that, okay, now you keep, you, you, every five years or so, you will raise our medical premium. You, the millennials are young, you may not follow that very much. Because the exponential, the curve at the back, it gets moves up. The the medical premium get higher and higher when you get older and older. Of course, that's with any insurance. So as you get older and older, that's when you can't pay, right? Yeah, yeah. So how can you have a structure like that? And Mm. furthermore, um, we also raise a lot of questions about why the premium is like that. Mm. What is actually the actuarial experience? (laughs) You know, give us uh, your assumption and let us analyze also. Mm. Government haven't offered all that. Although both Workers' Party and myself have demanded that since the 2020, you know, until today, they say, oh, we'll offer you, we'll give you at some point in time, but not offer that. So, so we have been telling, so, so if it's like that, you must well uh, make this medical scheme uh, completely paid by the government. Then the government, you manage it. Then you'll be able to manage it better. You manage all the costs, the how the insurance company with the insurance company and all that, right? So then you can bring down the whole healthcare cost for us, right? So the and this is doesn't cost the uh, in terms of the resources we have in Singapore, taking over the cost of financing the medical system, costs about two to three billion dollars a year. It is not very big within the overall financing ability we have, right? So same with the housing, the BTO housing. We will change the way we price. The government may have to pay uh, one to two billion dollars every year more. So, but that is also not uh, the final figure. It could be less. So, so there are all these. You are talking about one billion dollar here, two billion dollars here. This kind of numbers, huh? And these numbers compared to the tens of billions we are accumulating in. In or even hundred billion that we are accumulating in uh, uh, reserves every year, is a very small number. And the important thing is that we are not doing all this for making Singapore life more comfortable and just let them tamping. <laughs> exactly. I don't think comfortable <laughs> in tamping is 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 a line. But that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. one next. Yeah, and 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 but it's actually give them the security, so that you you. You make this three, uh, these two area very sec- uh, more secure for the Singaporean. The Singaporeans will be able to take more initiative and work harder for themselves, and that will contribute to a different kind of economy in Singapore going forward. And yeah. you feel that that also affects the home as a safe space. Actually, uh, on on the other end, this one the state doesn't intervene. The state just take over that that their financing. Okay. Right. Okay. Instead of now everything pushing to the to the Singaporeans to fund themselves, you see our retirement is fund by ourselves, right? CPF, right? Then healthcare is fund by fund by ourselves, right? A lot. So you you actually the the state should take over more of the that, and then the Singaporeans will will be more financially secure then they will be able to take more initiative. How they're going to take initiative, ah, that's another set of policies mm. that we can talk in the future. Mm. I can but, see how this translates into that safe space though because when you take care of that survival portion mm. and you're less stressed about having to oh, yes, think yes. about your survival, oh, you're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. that's where you have also more space and capacity to build and hold that safe space at home. Mm. Yes. Mm. But I when your home is a stressful area... If you ask me today, the family is constantly bombarded by financial <laughs> problems. Mm-hmm. You can take away the financial problem, our family space will be far safe, more safe, a lot more safer. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting perspective. That is, that is a different perspective. That's why yeah. you must ask politicians to come in, right? Because they will share a different view. Very different yeah, from rather the way than just the. Because I think a lot of people, when we think about things, it's very like individualistic, right? Like, okay. Yeah. So uh, from my view, what can I do from an individual standpoint? Know, right, right. Human beings are social animals, mm. so they would prefer to be in a society. Mm. But a society that, that's governed by people's representatives who are conscious of this whole thing should make society less imposing on people. In fact, you must create the conditions for them to maximize their potential. So that's why what I say is society conditions a person 
potential to realize his full potential. That means society conditions what a person can do and cannot do. Mm. Literally, it's like that, you know? Yeah. With the government policy, like many years ago, a lot of my members is still very, very, uh, uh, they still have these grievances until today that they were poly students and they couldn't go to university mm. in the mm. 1980s. Yeah. And still, till today, they cannot compete with the foreigners. They say, because my cert is poly. Mm. Whereas all these overseas universities that come in, their standard may not be even as good as our poly. Mm. Right? Mm. Fair, so you fair. see, a policy like that can actually affect you very much. Mm. Mm. But you, because you submit yourself to this society called Singapore, you're affected by it. Mm. But in order to change it, we must start with all these discussions. You must have politics. Mm. Politics decides how a society functions. And you must have a great podcast. Right, <laughs> and we did a lot of podcasts, you yeah. know, different podcasts. Yes. Yeah, to, yes. to make Singaporeans aware of you know all these different issues, discussions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. are issues actually very widely dis the uh, discussed and and debated in uh, in democratic countries. Uh. Mm. But in mm. Singapore, because of our environment and all that, you know, it just somehow the cyber space. It's not very big. Mm -hmm. We don't get a lot of the media coverage for <laughs> yeah, all nice these things. That's why you tune into the podcast so that we can have a wider discussion. Mm -hmm. right? And I would love for um, different politicians from different parties to come on right, and just defend your positions, tell us what, what is it about oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, and, and all that. right. So yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, great. Okay, in, in closing, in closing, we talk about this whole safe space thing, right? Okay, yeah. so I, I love it. Huh? Um, and we talk about this deposit thing. Right, mm. like how do you deposit and build a safe space, right? Maybe in closing, everybody can share one tip from a personal level, yeah? How do you build that safe space? Yeah, how do you like, what do you deposit into your home such that it becomes a safe space? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Practical really, one, last practical one. I really one. like the whole deposits idea mm, and analogy. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's really about the one actionable thing would be to think of what my family needs and what my loved ones needs in terms of that deposit. Because some people, their love language might be time. Mm. Some people might be gifts. Some people might be um, acts of affection. Mm. So like giving the right deposit for each person, I don't think it's also important while building like collectively fair, fair. the whole family unit. Mm -hmm. Yourself? Mm. I think uh, like what uh, a free market economist uh, would, uh, would think of, like, you better yourself okay, in what you're doing, what you achieve would benefit the family already. Mm. Oh. That means you make yourself, you, your self-fulfillment is so done is very well. So a trickle-down idea? Huh? Are we talking about a trickle-down trickle idea? Down something like you do better, down. then you will trickle into the family. As long as you, are, you, you, you feel that you're doing well, Okay, and you're constantly uh, improving yourself. What you have achieved will definitely benefit the family, right? So that's, that's the, I think, the most important thing. Mm -hmm. That means every human being, uh, must, uh, or every person, is encouraged to actually think of his own position. How can I make myself even better? Mm. Right? Mm. And, then, uh, and then see what are the opportunities available. At the moment, maybe there are a lot of opportunities that are not available. But if we have better politics, we will, we will be able to create better opportunities. Mm. So whatever opportunities that are available today, make best use of it, better yourself to the fullest of what you can do. La. And mm. that should translate into good things for the family. Mm. I feel like there's a little bit of a leap there. Okay. Right? I feel okay. like there's a okay. bit of a leap yeah. because the battleground in career and in business mm. has a very different social dynamics. Mm. right? So if you thrive there, you have to bring on a certain set of social dynamics, right? Mm. Certain character traits, mm. certain ideas will thrive in that space, mm. right? And in order to do well there, you must be like that or at least have some level of that, you know, even though it may not be fully you, right? Mm. Like, like if you do business, on some level, you must be combative, right? Yeah, yeah. Even if you are not combative by nature, mm. you go in, discuss, and negotiate, you must fight, right? On some mm. level. Mm. And so, so I think, I think, the whole like business career side of things that is one aspect of success in life mm. but if we want to talk about like building the home 
I don't think that's a linear tri- tr- like trickle down because the dynamics at home is slightly different. Right. And, mm. I, and I think like, what, like, what, like in anything in human yeah. uh, behavior and adverse like, it's yeah. never linear yeah it's never linear, yeah, never yeah. linear. Yeah, never but, linear. but it's one of the factor mm. I get it because you got surpluses uh, yeah, you can yeah, do, you can yeah, do yeah, a lot yeah, more things and, and, and that's mm. my point essentially I want more people to realize that you know uh, there are different social dynamics at home and at the workplace um, a lot of people tuning in you are middle managers right so at home like at work you are a leader you got KPI to hit uh, everything right mm. but uh, maybe uh, you want to target that you know not so serious when you go back home oh yeah right? yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and and to me that is a great form of putting deposits yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right don't like you know like don't be like a military parent yeah, at home, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. because you are a military general as you know a, and a, because yeah, the requirement absolutely. of being in the military to succeed you have to be like that but yeah. at home it's a different dynamics right and i think more and more of the middle but class I, need to but realize don't you that. think that that thing is like, like i said just now it, it depends on the individual education yeah. And different generation has different you know, education experience. La. Yeah. My feeling is that the younger generation should understand that a lot more already compared to the older generation. The older, gener- gen- over the older generation may just come back and say, oh, I provided for all of you. Mm. You listen to me. I'm the <laughs> authority. <laughs> but now I don't think any of the younger generation families will yeah, be Yeah, I think like there's that. a lot more balance. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, drop so in the comment section. So uh, the younger, <laughs> hear, how's your family like? Yes. So the younger generation's uh, bombardment to them uh, is more like, oh, am I doing as well as the other person or not? You know? mm. the, I think the constant pressure on themselves a bit more. Uh, Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, but I think the interesting thing is that, you know, um, compared to generations ago versus now, previous generations, like what they say, oh, I provide for family, I take right. care of you, so yeah. I'm like the king. Yeah, yeah, the king. Now yeah, it's yeah. more of a recognition of other types of work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, okay, you may be the stay-home mom, but it, raising kids is not easy. Not easy, and you yeah. Need a lot. Yeah, and really. so both are still equal, even though one is bringing back the money, the other one is bringing up the kids, but you appreciate and recognize and value each other's work. Okay. And I think that's the shift that we're starting to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last last point for you is uh, if if our listeners they want mm. to follow you more intimately rather than just like your your uh, your website. party's website or all that. Where can uh, they, where find, can you they on? find you? You know, are you more active on like Twitter or like Instagram or like do they email you like you know to to get to know Manwai better and not just like Manwai as part of the party? You know, like, uh-huh. like how, how do they get to know you? Okay, I think uh, for now uh, I have uh, left behind my contact in Facebook mm. in. Instagram and also the emails, uh, both my uh, personal email and uh, one personal email and uh, also the official emails are available mm. on my sites. Uh. Okay, so, so email is the best to reach you? Whichever you feel comfortable. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We yeah. always welcome uh, feedback and anyone who want to come out and uh, uh, talk to us because whatever we do, we cannot be doing in our own echo chamber. Mm. It's not what I think. It's what other people think also. Mm. Uh, what Singaporeans think. Yeah. That we, we will get uh, as wide uh, uh, feedback as possible. Like, from yeah, all fair, folks fair, 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 fair. Put that in the comment section, right? Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.